1: And
2: this is Lactation Business Coaching with Annie and Leah, where we talk about the smart way to create a compassionate and professional private practice. Let's dive in. Well, hey there, Leah. Hey there, Annie. How are you doing? Well, I'm great because we have exponentialized ourselves today. It's not just two of us, we've got four of us here today. We're joined by power duo, Nikki and Nikki, and that's Nurse Nikki, Nikki Greenaway, and Nikisha Killings. And we are here today to talk about the power of collaboration. And before we do that, Leah and I are just so happy that they gave us time today because we're recording this on August 31st, which is the last day of Black Breastfeeding Week 2020. And before we get into the content of the episode, we want to hear how great Black Breastfeeding Week was this year because Leah and I were big fans. I can't wait to hear.
0: And I'm so excited to have another collab, like another duo with us. So tell us all about it. How did it go for you guys? What were your wins this week? It was so good. It was so good. I'm actually exhausted.
1: (laughs) It feels like it was kind of a month of uh, Black Breastfeeding Week as I'm trying to think back on everything that um, happened. Nikki and Nikki did something super exciting on the very last day uh, of Black Breastfeeding Week, and that was to announce a directory for Black lactation supporters. And we're super duper excited about, everyone's been talking for years about, we wish we knew how many of us there were and how to reach every one of us and how to you know pull together opportunities Opportunities to collaborate and we just said you know what we can make it happen we can make a directory or database for black Lightation supporters to sign up and join and now be all in one central location listed so we uh, are, are
0: accessible to each other in the world do you want to tell us how we're going to find that Yes, yes. (laughs) Because I'm like, okay, I'm ready.
1: (laughs) Yes, The post is pinned on Nikki and Nikki's Facebook page, and you can find us in our link tree on our Instagram as well. We'll continue to boost it, post it, share it everywhere, and there's a bit.ly link that um, we'll share with your listeners so that they can access it as well.
2: How's that? Excellent. Yeah, we'll put those links in the show notes because you know, with everyone being able to do virtual to some capacity, I think it'll be really great to be able to refer my clients who's expressed a desire to have a visit with someone who looks like them, which we're big fans of. So that's great. This is terrific. And I, I'm also like, my mind is, is going because I'm going to go in there and I'm going to look for people that, to, to do continuing education. I'm going to look for speakers. Um, I've got so many plans. Like I'm like, yes, a list. <laughs> and thank you for putting them. the list
0: together for us. Yes, <laughs> that makes it so much easier. That is so awesome. What a neat idea.
1: Thank you. Thank you. You know, we kind of put it together selfishly because we'd like to be able to gather folks who are doing this work for lots of purposes, for connections, for mentorship, for opportunities to work together. But as you see, there's there's endless possibilities for what to do with having this list at your fingertips. So we're excited to be able to deliver that. There is another thing that we shared. Nikki, do you Ooh. want to tell them about our
3: Pro Prep announcement? Yeah, sure. So we uh... From the beginning, like when we started three years ago, we had talked about pro prep, but then we kind of put it on the back burner because life just happened. And we're like, let's just roll with our worksheets and all those types of things. And we constantly get emails and DMs and about, hey, can you mentor me? Can you mentor me? And we we're like, oh, we don't have capacity right now. And, and which is like the timing has just flowed so organically and naturally for us of things falling together. And so... We kinda of said, you know what, it's time to let's do pro prep again. Let's put it out there again. And what it will be is a cohort of about eight to ten lactation specialists that are planning to take the IBCOC exam. So for the next exam for we'll do one cohort for the April and then a cohort for the October exam. And they'll they'll get a private Facebook group, we'll get a one hour Zoom call a month, just going over like, okay. Let's get our checklist out. Let's go over these things. How can we get our classes posting about free courses that they can get to satisfy their criteria that they need, scholarships out there, and it just be that little cohort that we're working with to help them become IBCOCs. And it is for Black and brown folks. So we really wanted it to be where we're satisfying our mission of helping more Black and brown people become IBCOCs.
2: I think what I, I mean, there's like eight things that I love about this, but I'll pick one, which is that you guys came together to do business coaching. You know, you, you had this idea and which is very similar to me and Leah, what lactation business coaching, but like where your brains went was to this expansive place of like, okay, how do we harness our powers to bring in more people and to just make this possible for people? Cause we know that, becoming an IBCLC is really hard. There are a ton of barriers to entry and it just gets harder the more things you have stacked against you. And so, but so I love that you weren't like, okay, like, how do we become like rich and famous, which I mean, that would be great. You're already famous. So like <laughs> stacks of cash coming your way, I'm, I'm all in for it. But I think, but you were also like, the point is to make this feel better and to, because that helps the families. And that's what we're in it for is to see those great health outcomes. So, you know, I just that's like, you're just exciting. seeing I know nobody watching. I mean, nobody listening can see your faces, but the way you both light <laughs> up when you talk about these initiatives, it's just like, it's a really exciting time. So I'm just yeah. glad you're here. And thank you for being on the show today to talk more about collaboration. So let's just get your introductions out of the way. Cause they're
0: pretty awesome. Leah, can you tell us all about Nikki Greenaway? Absolutely. So Nikki Greenaway, aka Nurse Nikki, is a wife and mother of three board-certified family nurse practitioner and international board-certified lactation consultant. She is one half of Nikki and Nikki Lactation Career Consultants, where she assists black lactation specialists, register for the IBCLC exam, In addition to co-founding the New Orleans Breastfeeding Center and Cafe Olay Breastfeeding Circle of Families of Color, she is also the proud owner of a maternal child health mobile clinic and health consulting firm providing maternal child and health training resources to communicate organizations. So basically, Nurse Nikki doesn't sleep. And she works 365 days a week, (laughs) a month, a year. (laughs) Basically, that's it. You are amazing, Nurse Nikki. That's such an awesome bio. And you have so many amazing things that you're impacting the community that you live in and across the whole US. That's so awesome. But wait, there's more because we've got (laughs) another
2: Nikki. We've got Nikisha Killings, who is an mph masters of public health ibclc registered lactation consultant she's an equity strategist international board certified lactation consultant and maternal and child health advocate Her life's work is focused on advancing equity in the field of lactation. Nikisha authored the chapter titled Cultural Humility in the latest core curriculum for interdisciplinary lactation care. She acts as Director of Equity, Inclusion, and Belonging at Lactation Education Resources and consults organizations on creating and implementing strategies to better support marginalized communities. She is co-founder of Nikki and Nikki Lactation Career Consultants, which is dedicated to equipping aspirants of color to sit the IBCLC exam. In addition to being spoused to an active duty service member, Nikisha also homeschools four little future world changers and enjoys writing and researching on the impact of historical trauma on Black families' breastfeeding experiences today. And we'll give a little plug that if you haven't seen her webinar on assessing brown and black skin tones and what different things look like on pictures that are not in any of the lactation textbooks, I would highly recommend checking that out. It was a practice changer for me. And I know for many others, I keep seeing it recommended everywhere, but it's, um, I would consider it necessary for anyone who is not black because we don't know what we don't know. Thank you for that. Thank you.
0: And we'll put a we'll link, link to that, to that in as well. The show. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put a link yeah. to that in the show notes as well. Yeah, that was a gold
1: IBCLC day treat. I can't believe they still have that for free. It's such a treat. <laughs> but yeah, I, I that's a work we're really excited about. We're getting a lot of folks interested in learning more about how conditions present on black and brown skin. And it's all, for me, it's all related. It's all related to having more folks that look like Nikki and I in the field, <laughs> doing the work, being able to represent a different side of lactation. And so it's it's all connected.
2: It's all connected and yeah. it's all important. And it's yeah. like there isn't any greater work that we could be doing right now than, I mean, we're like literally trying to save the world and make it a better place, one, one baby at a time.
1: So no pressure though,
0: right? <laughs> yeah, right. No so all that weight.
3: All the, all the weight of those words. I'm like, yep, yep, yeah, yeah.
2: It is, I mean, it is a big weight. And I think that's a great segue into why we're having you on the show today, because this is not work that we should be trying to do alone. I mean, you know, just kind of starting with like if I just try to go do it by myself, I'm only doing what I know. And there's a lot that I don't know. And the only way I can learn it is by meeting other people, but even beyond just meeting other people, you know, going to conferences, watching webinars, doing continuing education, the way that relationships and collaboration actually amplify your learning. It's something that I just, I, it, it's something that I can't put too much value on personally for my own life. And so which is why Leah and I are doing this and why we love getting to talk to each other and getting to talk yeah. to other people in the field. So I want to hear about Nikki and Nikki. Can you tell us how your collaboration started? Like, give me the, the fly on the wall of like that first, like, we got to do this, Nikki. Okay, Nikki.
1: <laughs> wow. Do you, do you remember, Nikki? It's so funny. <laughs> I do. I do. Um, it goes back yeah. to Apple Sea Retreat. Four years ago. Mm-hmm. I guess it was. Naplesy had a retreat for Lightation supporters that was tacked on to the beginning of a Rose conference. So they had they had a retreat for um, or for supporters of color around the Rose Conference that year in New Orleans. It was the first time we were doing this retreat. It was super exciting because we wanted to make it an amazing race. So we had these tasks that folks had to accomplish, and each task gives you a clue to another place to go within New Orleans. So it was a great like adventure around the city and you get clues for each task that you complete. And so we were trying, Clifton and I, I don't know if Clifton Keenan, another fantastic Lightation supporter, he and I were organizing the locations around the city that folks would be able to go and do these different events. And we didn't know enough about New Orleans. So someone said, you know, who you've got to talk to, it's Nikki Hunter Greenaway. She lives there. She's, knows the city in and out she knows the folks that are there and where you have to send uh, people around on this obstacle course essentially and so um, we got connected early on in the planning process I knew she was someone I was gonna you know connect with when we got there but I hadn't met her had only heard of her work and then when we when I got to New Orleans and met her in person we just clicked immediately I remember going to lunch and we sat and talked for hours you remember that? Oh, you picked me up from the airport. She <laughs> she volunteered to pick a stranger up from the airport. Thank you. Oh wow, <laughs> appreciate that. And we talked all the way there, and and we had lunch and talked for hours. And we've been kind of connected ever since. It really was so natural. Yeah, we're fast friends, as we call it. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And what kind of sparked the desire to to collaborate to put y'all's, you know. Wonderful brains together and make this like bigger thing. What kind of sparked that? I
3: think I had just, I was thinking about taking the IUCOC exam because as a nurse practitioner, I had these things I'm like, I don't need to take that exam. Like, I can keep doing this, but I was getting so much. Ugh, from my, from um, IBCLCs in my community of like, oh, she's out here doing lactation and, you know, she, you know, going outside of her scope and she's just a nurse practitioner. I'm like, wait just a minute. <laughs> so I was just really confused. So we're talking to Nikki about that. And I finally got to like two weeks before the exam, I had already registered for the exam. I said, no, I'm not going to take it. I went back and forth. And then my brother was like, oh no, you should, you should do it. So I took it. And then after I took it, and then that waiting period before you get your, your test results, I'm like, this was a mess. Like, this was a bunch of BS. Like, I can't believe I sat through this exam. He said that. And it was so much to get to this point. And then you have to wait. And I was like, that whole process needs to be changed. I'm like, what if I didn't have, you know, like the the means, the, re- the financial resources, or you know, the opportunities that I had? What if I wasn't a nurse practitioner? Because I, they just went out for the credit because I worked for myself, like, I didn't need anybody to sign off on my hours. I, you know, I'm an RN, so I had all of those classes and like what I did all my own documentation. So, what if somebody doesn't have that? I'm like, no wonder we don't have no, you know, black and brown people because we don't have any black and brown IBCOCs. <laughs> so, and I was in that, at that time, there were four black IBCOCs in the state of Louisiana. I was number five when I got my results. We have since then, I got that in 2017. We've since gotten one more and that's it. Wow. And so we just knew then that we had a clear deficit and we're like, why don't we do something? I said, we kept saying the name Nikki and Nikki. Like we were like, we, we have to think of something. Yeah. Nikki and Nikki, Nikki and Nikki does this, Nikki and Nikki. I'm like, how don't we just help folks take this exam? I need a worksheet. And she's like, let's do a worksheet. Let's yeah. do a video. Oh, so wow. That's how it happened.
1: It really is. We started thinking about how convoluted the process was and how we could maybe Mm -hmm. come together to help folks uh, navigate it a little bit easier. While both of us were pathway one, you know, exam takers. We had very different journeys. You know, Nikki, as she said, has come through her nursing career. And I was, you know, just a peer-to-peer, peer-to-peer supporter coming completely from a different profession. Yet we found our way to pathway one. And how how interesting is that, to end up in that same place, taking the exam versus the other pathways that some people could end up on. But nobody really gets how this works. Even folks who have been the IBCLCs for a long time don't really get how to get to the exam. It is Just not clearly laid out any place and you know nuances change constantly so we wanted to really just demystify the process and we we our chemistry is so good we you know we get the we once we start talking (laughs) we can you know (laughs) really break down concepts pretty simply for folks and so it just happened to be that this was the way that worked for us to just kind of convey these really complex concepts in a way that folks could digest them right
2: I think it's so powerful to what happens when you tell someone that you can do it? So like, I mean, and it's like, you were the same person before somebody said, I think you can do it, but you're not. Like, because having somebody come beside you and just say, I believe in you, it actually makes you more competent. Like you you can like learn more and do better and achieve more when you have somebody who's who actually is like, I just think you can do this and, and you don't even need my, like, I'm not even going to like do the work for you. Like, I just, I just know you can do this. And so you're, you're providing something really valuable to people that will make them better, not just better at taking the exam, but better lactation consultants
1: yeah I don't think there's enough stop points or people along the way telling people that they can do it right so oh wow breastfeeding was hard and someone helped me and I'd like to do that job but how do I do that job I um, can I am I capable do I have to be a nurse you know and there's, yeah. there's not a lot of places along the way for someone to say you know what yes you can do this and this yeah. is how you know and yeah and to keep telling you along the path along the way that you can do this it doesn't really exist any place and that's a great hole like you said it's like a switch comes on when someone really gives you confidence that you can accomplish a thing. You start to believe it yourself and it makes all the difference in the world.
0: I love how you said you you guys demystify the process because I'm still mystified a lot yeah. of times. I'm like, oh my gosh, I recertify next year and it's, it's like, I, can you demystify me? But I definitely think that is so, so important and helping break down those barriers. And like, you know, we're stronger when we're together and to have like, you know, all of you can come together and like break down the barriers together because you are kind of a guide to like, this is how you get through this. This is the information you need, you know, it's all right there in front of you. I think that's so awesome. And it sounds like you guys really saw that like the lactation field was where these barriers were really there for the black and brown people that were trying to, you know, kind of look for this as a possible career path, but felt mystified by the whole process. What were some of y'all's maybe like early goals? What were you thinking? Like, okay, if we could just, you know, like help 10 people or like, how were y'all thinking about this? Like, this is our, this is our goal with what we're, what we're putting together here.
1: I've actually had a couple of moms on elimination diet because of a positive occult blood test in perfectly happy, healthy babies. And this makes really no sense at all. But that's one of the little take-home messages. There are many.
2: It's filled with nuggets and gems like that. Every second of this training is going to give you things that you're going to be able to use in your private practice. So definitely sign up for that you'll have once you're in you're going to have all the way until may of next year to get through this content because it's stuff that you're going to want to watch and rewatch again so we're so excited that kathy put this course together for us
1: Oh well, you have to know Nikki to know that it was never that small. <laughs> <laughs> it was <a> million people. <laughs> she doesn't think so. Like from this this cohort that she you know announced at the top of the call, that is a thing that's been in the works from the very first discussions wow. about what we could be. She always thinks so far ahead. Like oh yeah, Fort will help everybody. <laughs> you know, we'll not just a small group. Everyone will get this information and it'll you know we'll fix this thing. So it kind of always was something, you know, that we knew would evolve into being able to, you know, guide people along the path much more than, you know, what we started with was resources. There's a YouTube channel with great videos where we kind of talk through how to get to the end, to the exam. But we always knew, especially from the inbox messages that we we got from the very first day, that folks need a little bit more guidance that's, you know, individualized than is available right now. So we always kind of knew that that would have to be a component to it. It was fitting it into our lives. I think that was probably the harder
0: part <laughs> definitely and that's where nikki
3: k comes in and she reins me in and it's like do you have capacity for that
0: <laughs> can you
3: do that <laughs> do you see the other millions of things that you're doing where you're saving <laughs> all of louisiana do you have time to do this and what i think was good for her is she kind of checks me and it's like um nikki we can't we can't do that right now like yes. or you know, like, like, let's slow it down. And that's where we've come to. We've slowed the pace because my mind can go, we can't even tell you the amount of ideas that I've had. Um, But my mind, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) we have big ideas. (laughs) Slow it down, slow it down a bit to fit our lives and to understand that families first. And then, you know, and that's why we took, it was so amazing, y'all. It was so amazing. And we were just talking about it the other day as we celebrated year three, is that we took a whole, like, Six seven months off, no postings, nothing, and we hit uh, like a thousand people on Instagram. I'm like, how did we get a thousand followers? And we haven't posted in seven months. Yeah. And that's how we knew the need was there. We knew that we had to, but we're giving it at our own pace. We're not gonna let Ible see rush us. We're not gonna let you know anything else rush us because at the end of the day, like. We have to have enough for ourselves and our other passion projects that we're doing. We have both have private practices. We both have large families. Like we have to have enough for that. And this to us was just like a budding bloom, you know, like it was just budding and now it is really transforming, but it's going to transform on our own time and at our own pace. And at any point we do not have any qualms with pulling it back. And it's like, you know what, pause, let's just take it a little bit slower. And that's what I appreciate about our relationship. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Gosh, this is like really, like, I love, like, you guys are like me and Leah. Like we have, yeah. like, we do that for each other too. And I, I'm actually like taking a lot in about what you're saying about going at the pace that makes sense to you. Cause I'm, I'm definitely like the, the fast mover in our duo. And I think it's really important to get, have that balance in any collaboration. Yeah. Yeah when you find that, when you find that person that you can like believe in what they're doing, even though they have a different way of doing things than you and actually like accept like their part of it and say, okay, like I'm willing to get pushed and I'm willing to get held back because we're in this and doing it together. That's so valuable having that friend that you really trust and that's yeah. where your goals are aligned. It sounds like you guys have something really magical. Yeah,
1: we
0: I think so. To- <laughs> One of the things we wanted to, you know, kind of highlight in this call was the collaborative, you know, way that you guys have come about this. And I guess I just wanted to find out if you guys had anything else in thinking about collaboration that you feel like really has showed itself so valuable now that you guys have been doing this for four years. So we know, like, kind of checks and balances on each other. Is there anything else that has come out of this four years that you're like, Oh, Nikki, I am so glad we are side by side on this plan that i because mean, I know Annie and I say that all the time, like, Oh, my goodness, I am so glad I didn't step out on this crazy road by myself. How about for you guys? Are there other things that you find super important when it comes to collaboration, especially in the field of lactation?
3: Um, like a sounding board, because we yeah. are like minded, but different. I think we both help elevate each other and just being like my one of my biggest fans, like when I'm like, yeah, oh, I don't know, or imposter syndrome, we talk about this Weekly, a lot yeah weekly of like oh I don't think I can do this Nikki I don't I'm like but what well, we can though but we can though. get our lives <laughs> together come on yes. um, and then she yes. comes and gets me I'm like this is too much and I just like go down to my ball and she's like no ma'am Mm-mm. get yourself together and you can do this like you're a nurse Nikki and I'm like what does that mean <laughs> so we both like lifting each other when we and that's the power of our collaboration but we're always for our COVID has really hit both of us hard. Just like Louisiana getting hit so hard and then her being in LA and then it getting hit hard and then having to move cross country in the midst of that. And then I think like our Nikki and Nikki live that we do with LER, like that was our place where we could just come together and still have our talks and, but also use it to uplift other people. So use our experiences to uplift others and, and that's what's been great about our collaboration is just we're there for each other, in personal and professional. But then we're also using our relationship to uplift other people. So,
1: yeah, what she said.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, since yeah, I you think- mentioned that you both have the you know the imposter syndrome, um, which mm-hmm. Leah and I have as well. But so just to kind of tell you that I don't, if you're not aware of how meaningful those weekly calls have been during COVID like just hear it from me like there were just just that they were there and some of them I joined live and some I watched later and but it was just like uh, like people are here and like they're so timely and and just all of the resources that you put up there like I, I do feel like you really and I was like, and they're do they're free? Like I would pay for this. Just yes. FYI, I, I would have paid for it. <laughs> I would pay for it. it too. was like there. It was like, oh my gosh, like this is there, and it really showed how much how invested you were in your in the community of the lactation community, in just all of us. Yeah, um, you know, saying okay. things that we were all going through.
0: So wow. thank you for that. Yeah, thank I you. really, think that you guys showed your commitment to our community by doing that and like, you know, like proved your value exponentially. Like if anybody was like, oh, I think Nikki and Nikki are great. I think then they were like, Nikki and Nikki are amazing because I jumped on several times. I was just like... These are all the words I needed to hear today because I was like having a really hard time, you know, and trying to figure out what do we do and how do we manage this and what's the next step, you know, and it was just so wonderful to have that. I think that was like so smart on y'all par- your part and also just what a gift what an amazing gift to our community as a whole i think you you guys have really stood in that space for us and pulled us all together in many ways and i am so grateful for that and i think your collaboration wow. is amazing wow thank you yeah thank you for that
1: <laughs> yeah I, first shout out to lactation education resources who makes that possible uh-huh. and who you know their owner kira who just so selfishly you know allows us the space to, to do what we do and choose our topics and our guests and, and just to hold space and not necessarily have it be a moneymaker for LER, but she mm-hmm. thought it was just important to have us out front. Um, I think what you all are seeing is kind of a, another commonality between Nikki and I's. We're not out here to get rich. I think our, our goal is really to be of service and I think that shines through our work. A lot of what we do is, is for very little or no pay. We find that it's very important to us to provide that to the community who cannot otherwise afford to get services like what we provide. So that's why you'll, you have seen and you will see so many things available through us that don't have a dollar sign attached to it. Um, it's just really important for us to make these things available for folks who, who need them but cannot afford it. You know. Traditionally. So, thank you for noticing that, though. We appreciate that.
2: I think you hit on something really important about the problem. The lactation field is the necessity to provide things that, like, where you're not getting paid. And we see this all the time. And it's, you know, it's something that's sort of like, why does it have to be that way? Whereas there's money, like, there's money in this world. And how do we get the money to the people that are in it to do service? And, and I think that it's, you know, having that heart for giving and even when you're not getting paid for it is like, we, you know, so many of us have that. And then there's also the other piece where it's like, but it's wrong that you're not getting paid for it. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's not wrong that you're doing it for free, but it's wrong that you have to, because they're like, how do we fix that? And and I'll, I'll make it an even bigger picture question because that's just like my one little thing is like, I just want to see people that are doing good work get paid. But from your perspective in the work that you've been doing, being on the ground, both in your private practices and working with these aspiring IBCLC candidates, if each one of you could wave a magic wand and change one thing about the field of lactation tomorrow, what would it be? Oof.
3: <sighs> I've been thinking about this. Yeah. <laughs> Mine would be disparity, the disparity. It really is because in my space, I am the only Black nurse practitioner IBCLC in the state. I'm actually the only nurse practitioner IBCLC in my state. So, and we can't bill. So, in our state, you know, I other lactation consultants and other states can bill, like Edna. Ah, not in Louisiana. <laughs> so, I am billing, like I'm like the only lactation person billing in the state, and I can't go on vacation. <laughs> like, I can't leave. I'm always on, always. So, just to have help and collaboration in within my space, and now we're virtual, and I can send people, you know, to other spaces, but. I really wish there were more folks in so the disparity, the huge gap, man, between um, black and brown and white IBCLCs is just so crazy. And and I think with that disparity, once we start closing that disparity, we can kinda like we don't have to play mythbusters so much with clients that all the, the BS that they've received, the misinformation and and all this stuff because because the disparity is, is the gap has closed a little bit, so that the information to me is it kind of becomes more factual. Like we're using more facts because we have other people in here. It's like, Oh, okay. We're working together in tandem and teaching each other cultural norms and historical context for breastfeeding. And it's not just me like, remember, you know, like only during black breastfeeding week. No, I'm going to keep talking about this. And yeah. this year I didn't really push as much black breastfeeding Week weekend talking about, cause I'm not going to keep, I'm not going to keep saying why we need black breastfeeding week. I'm not going to be talking about that. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to do it through my work and show it that way, and and continue to work with Nikki and Nikki, and trying to get more Black IBCLCs and and, and Black and Brown people in our spaces because that, to me, is Black breastfeeding. We compound it. That is Black breastfeeding 365. So shout out to Shelly and all those. Doctors, <laughs> all those <talks. laughs> but that is that is that. So that's what that's what I would like to see. The magic wand is the disparity.
0: The first thing that came to mind when you said that it's like, it's black breastfeeding week in action versus right. just yeah. for show, you know, for, yeah. the, right. on you know, on social media or whatever. It's like, right. this is, you work in action for it day in and day right. out. 365 days a year. That's awesome.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a verb, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see. It's similar, of course, because so much of my work is rooted in dismantling bias and establishing equity where possible, which is everywhere. I think for me, it would be, yeah, hmm, for every family to have access to safe spaces and providers who respect and honor them as human beings. And that would cancel out all the disparity. Quite frankly, it would. <laughs> so that yeah, that would be that would be the thing my magic wand would um would make happen. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's when you think about having more black providers in our field where we're learning from there from them, where we're all learning from them, we're all learning from each other, it then becomes like you can't get away with being a racist jerk to your black clients because there's enough people that are watching you. And it's, and it's not just the black people watching you. It's the white people. Like we're all watching. We're all like, no, like you can't get away anymore. And that's something that I think you know, that's something where looking at bra- Black Breastfeeding Week and really challenging supporters of Black Breastfeeding Week, the white supporters of Black Breastfeeding Week, to stop talking about why we need it, like you said, because we know we need it. And I, it might have been just me having rose-colored glasses on. I do feel like I saw less of that this year, or I saw more. Maybe it was just like there was a lot going on this year, so I was like not noticing people yeah. doing it wrong. But I, I saw a lot of more action-oriented stuff. And so, you know, just looking to, you know, both of you saying, that's what we want. We don't want people, we don't want to explain this anymore. We're tired of explaining, like go read a book
1: and just like doing stuff, you know? Yeah. So I feel like when... Maybe it was different in the beginning when the, the week began, but I feel like at this point when you see a comment or you hear a response, it's like, why, why wouldn't there be a white breastfeeding? You know what I mean? You see that kind of response. That person's not really interested in learning the answer.
3: They don't. Right. And I'm like, not, I'm not doing not. this shit with you today, ma'am. I'm no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know if this show is rated G, but yeah, I'm sorry. Greenaway is here. Okay. <laughs> Nurse he's <Nikki's> here. <laughs> I <laughs> got me
3: fired up, you know, but, I but, deal with those comments.
1: <laughs> you know, you, you at this point, when I see that I'm like, done, move on to the next person, because I've never ever seen that end well. I've never seen that person get educated and turn. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'll. Tell everyone about Black Breastfeeding Week now. No, that doesn't happen because they're not interested in learning or growing, and so it's a waste of resources and energy, and it's heavy lifting for the folks who've been lifting heavy too long. <laughs> so no more, no more. That won't happen. Yeah. I to your point though, the more you know, allies, advocates, you know, show up, the less opportunity for providers to get away with the crap that's happened for far too long. So I'm all for it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and I mean, that goes into, you know, collaboration as an act of service. And so as for people who want to be allies, really seeing our collaboration is not about sharing the work in like a we're partners kind of way, but really saying like, how can I serve? How can I give? And also, and that, you know, if I'm, I'm here, if you need me for whatever you need me for, and then also just supporting and like, you know, Going to these trainings, like being the eyeballs so that lactation education resources sees how, you know, how wanted these are. So gold sees like, this is what people want, you know, just showing up. And then we got to, we got to figure out ways to pay for these things that you guys are doing. (laughs) Like this, they need to be paid for. We have to figure out how to get people paid while they're becoming lactation consultants. These are not problems Mm. that we need to, that we should be trying to solve as individuals or as like little duos. These are systemic problems that, that really need to be answered. And you guys mentioned Clifton Kennan, and it reminded me that he spoke at Milka, the New York lactation consultants a few years ago. And he said something that like really struck me and actually like sent me a little bit down the road that I've been on, which is if you can't explain to somebody that this is a job, why on earth are you going to think they're going to want to become a lactation consultant? And I was like, yes, it's got to be a job, like a real job, not a made up. Like, let me, let me explain to you why this is a job, but like, this is a career. So going back to why you're bringing together, it's not just the clinical, it's not just the training, but that you're also saying this has to be a business and people need help with that part
1: too. Absolutely. And a profitable business that can change families,
0: you know, entire reality you know yeah bring opportunity you know this can be such a flexible career and so many different ways that you can use the skills and knowledge in so many different ways like that needs to be available to everyone you know so that that amazing flexibility can can really benefit families on both sides you know both the provider and the The people receiving the care. So I think that's so important. And that's, you know, Annie and I have such a passion for you know, sharing the business aspects of it, just like you guys. And like, yes. this is, you can get paid for this. This is this thing that you love that pulls at your heartstrings constantly can also be the thing that, you know, puts food on your family's table and like sends your kids to school and that kind of, you know, it's like, yes. it is, it is that it is that. And it can be that, but we got to get people wise and smart about it. Cause it does sometimes feel like people look at it like a little side hobby that i'd like to you know dabble in and it's like no this is a thing like a real thing you know
3: (laughs) changing mindset mindset is big and that's one thing that nikki and i've been working on is Mm -hmm. is like just this mindset around this like this is a real job you know we have real responsibilities there are real legalities that go along with it liability and documentation, like what I'm trying to teach uh, um, some of the CLCs that I'm working with, you have to document because when I get that client, I want to know what exactly what happened. To them. They're like, I don't want it to be all medical. No, bro, this is this is slightly medical. Sorry, milk <laughs> coming out your breast <laughs> is medical. So, yes. so, so or it's not coming out your breast. It felt right? yes. so medical. so we have to we have to have that, in that, and that's one of the things that we want to infuse into our appropriate group is that mindset of. Get your head in the game. And I think once you change that mindset of these are the criteria, check, 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 you're going through your checklist, just as if you see a client, you're going through your checklist of things that you need to do. And yeah. one thing we're passionate about with Pro Prep is that we really want it. We really want it to be free. We want it to be free mm-hmm. to the communities that we serve, to the um, to the future IBCOCs. And we think that other folks should be paying for it. <laughs> True. We think that a big organization should come in and say, you know what, we're committed to this and we see what you're doing and we see how important it is. And we want to sponsor the 10 people in your cohort. And that's really important to us, or at least, you know, discount it so to decrease the burden because that is one of those big hurdles. One of those barriers that black and brown people are experiencing is this a hurdle of the money. Like it's expensive to do what we do to get that certification, you know, all the different things, taking off work, you know, this, the books and all the trainings. And if you don't go to the training, but you signed up for the training and you never did get to it and all these things, the webinars, like all of that is expensive. And we're just like counting you know, pulling straws to get these yeah. numbers for this registration. And it's just, it's a lot. And we want to decrease that burden. And we feel like, you know, somebody else should be carrying it. <laughs> so if you have um, any listeners with connections at corporations
2: that are who code compliant and yes. good people? Oops. We got some people that need some money. So let's uh, <laughs> write in if you can help. And this is something that, you know, and I, I say that, I'm not joking when I say that because that's how things happen. That's how everything, every big thing that I've seen happen in my life is because somebody was like, this should this should happen. This just should happen. And I'm not talking about magical, I'm not manifesting when I say that. I'm not saying if I speak it, it will happen. But just having that understanding that there are things in this world that need to happen. And when you believe that, you're going to find the way to it. And you just have to, and you just have to talk about it, yeah. like talk about it because you never know who is listening and you never know who is ready to open their checkbook, who is ready to say, Oh, I do know somebody. And I've seen this happen in my career, my lactation career. And in other careers that I've had is just what happens when you talk about what you're doing in front of other people. Yeah. Yeah, it's true.
1: Clothes mouths don't get fed. It's very mm. <laughs> they southern saying, <laughs> 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 but we, you know, we we know that you have to you have to put it out there. You have to. Let the request be known in the universe and uh, see what happens, see what comes back to you. So yes, if you would like to support training, us getting 10 IBCLC exam takers ready for the exam, please let us know that you'd like to support ProPep. We are ready to talk. And
2: we will make sure you've got all the ways to contact Nikki and Nikki in the show notes, all of the... Many things we talked about here today and we we went way over the time that you scheduled with us. So thank you for staying on Extra. I know you yeah, said at the course. beginning you're, it's been a long week and you've got a lot going on and you're tired. So thank you for being here. Yes, um, I really hope that the people in your house take care of you today and thank do you. lovely things for you. Yes, we, we do too. <laughs> <laughs> <I also. laughs>
0: yes, it's just, such an important conversation. I'm so glad we were able to spend a little extra time on it because I think this is things that we want to get out in the world and we want to put this out there. So all of our podcast listeners will have this and we're just going to start that chain or that chain reaction. You know, They're going to tell somebody else and they're going to tell somebody else and we're going to get this spread across the lactation community and continue the great work that you guys are doing. And we really appreciate you sharing about your awesome collaboration. And yay, collaborators. (laughs) Yay, collaborators. And the great thing about
2: collaboration is that you can never have too many people who want to get involved and do the work. So if you're inspired by anything you heard today from Nikki and Nikki, really act on that. Do something because they would love to have you, the lactation consultant community. We need you. There's so much to be done. And the more the merrier, we can have a really good time doing it with the right people. So absolutely. Awesome. Thanks again. And we will talk to you soon and talk to you later, Leah.
0: Bye. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend and leave us a review. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. So you never miss an episode.